Hello, everyone. This is Marty Chapman, and this is our weekly show on iridology, myiread.com, and the offices of Jessica Halpern. We want to talk a little bit today about the virtual appointment. We find that a lot of people have multiple questions concerning the virtual appointment, and many people don't even know that it's even possible to do a virtual appointment in iridology. Well, it is, and we want to try and answer some of the questions that a lot of customers have before they book their appointment. So I've invited up Z Gold, who handles coordinating the appointments for the office of Jessica Halpern and myiread.com, and hopefully she's going to give us some insight on the process of booking a virtual appointment and some of the um, pluses of it. All right, Z, thank you for joining us today. I know that you answer the phones most of the time for um, uh, Jessica Halpern's iridology, myiread.com, and we want to talk to you today and find out a little bit about the questions that people ask you when they're calling you up and uh, Obviously, if you're getting these questions when people are calling you, there are a lot of people that have these concerns before they call you that are just not getting the answers to these questions. So that's why I wanted to uh, talk to you today. Z, tell me what's the biggest question people ask you when they call in to book an appointment for um, the MyIRead site and Jessica Halpern. Um, I would say the most frequently asked question that I get for my iRead is how does a virtual appointment compare to an in-person? And, you know, it takes a minute or two to explain it, but in a nutshell, I explain to people the only difference between in-person and virtual is we send you the information on how to take the photos. We walk you step by step, but you're the one taking the photos and you send it to us. We put it the exact same way as if you're in front of us. We put it in the system and the iridologist goes over all of the findings piece by piece with you on the call. So it's much easier, it's you know, it's friendlier because you don't have to drive anywhere, park anywhere, worry about, you know, running late, none of that. It's just so much easier and it's it, you know, it's time saving on their side, time saving obviously on our side, but more importantly, it gives them, you know, the sense of security. They get to talk to her, see what they're looking at, and they can do it, they're hands on. You know, it's curious because I, one thing that we've found since COVID has hit that so many medical and medical-related appointments are becoming virtual. And I think there's um, an element of people out there that still don't see the, um, the change happening with that. And there is a concern. Um, I know myself that uh, I'm used to going to a doctor in person, but... Several months ago, when I wasn't feeling well, my doctor decided to call me and uh, give me a virtual appointment. And uh, frankly, uh, looking back at it, it, it ended up the exact same way it probably would have ended up if I was in her office. But with that being said, has anyone expressed a, a particular concern about the virtual appointment versus the in-person one? Um, I don't have a particular concern about it. No, I mean, everybody just, you know, their main concern, I guess, yes, so I take that back, it would be a yes. I guess everybody's main concern is, will I get the same information and will it be as precise if I'm the one taking the photos? And the answer is very simple. Your eye is not going to change between us taking the photos or you taking the photos. The iridologist 
takes the photos the same way we're sending you the video to take the photos. Your eye's not gonna change. The fibers in your eyes are still gonna be there, the markings, the lines, everything she goes through. So there's really no difference. Again, the only thing that anyone could say is different is the fact that you're taking the photos. And now it's funny you say about the virtual because a lot of things are virtual besides just doctor's appointments. I mean, let's all remember we went, the kids went to school for two years virtually. There was no going to school. Everything was virtual. They wanted to submit a test. They took a picture and they submitted it into the school or they did the test online. So basically, it's just a matter of getting people to feel comfortable with the virtual versus the in-person. There really is no difference between the two. Let me ask you, price-wise, is there a difference in price between the virtual and the in-person appointment? There's almost a $100 difference because when you're coming to us, you know, the iridologist is spending X amount of time just taking your photos. And that's usually 15, 20 minutes just taking your photos. So what you get in the 150 is just as good as what you're going to get at the 250 in an office. But there are people that would rather spend the extra money and come in office, and they're more than welcome. We have no problem. We are in the office. We are available. But for us, we find that offering the virtual, especially the fact that there are a limited amount of iridologists with, you know, accreditations like Jessica, we find it imperative, you know, to explain to people, even if you're local, you might still want to do virtual. It's very interesting you should say that because um, I was looking through that myself over the last several months, and there's virtually no one in the United States that does iridology to the level that Jessica does. I know there are a few other firms that do virtual, but um, there are definitely differences between um, my iRead and those firms. But we'll save that for another time and another conversation. But, you know, if I was a person dead sense against the um, virtual appointment and I was trying to look for someone locally, what is the chances that I would find somebody locally? Almost none. I see. It's very interesting. So that would say a lot about the virtual appointment. I'm going to tell you something as we're talking about it. I was thinking about it. One of the things that a lot of people, um, you know, when you're in person, you listen to the doctor, you ever, even if a regular doctor appointment, and you have to memorize a lot of the information. And when you're virtual, you know, you have access to write down what you want to write as, you know, understanding where you need to go. And we do offer a protocol, which is, you know, a report with all the detailed findings and what we think you should follow. Um, people can get that. But, you know, virtual, again, you're in the comfort of your home. You don't have to get out of bed. Nobody's going to judge your makeup. You're not going to get a ticket on your way. You're not going to be stuck in traffic. I don't know. For me, I like virtual doctors. You know, I like the fact that nowadays you can call and have blood work done at your home. It's just life is simpler. I mean, am I a homebody? No, I go out. But I can definitely come home and sit at home or wake up in the morning and do it virtually and not have to worry. One thing I know for sure is that um, in checking with clients that uh, have worked with Jessica, I, I don't recall of any complaints or, or anyone saying that they felt they, they received an inferior appointment virtually than in person. As a matter of fact, I think most of them were pleasantly surprised how easy it was to do. They sent their information 
uh, via an information sheet to fill out. And I think a lot of people feel more comfortable, you know, in, instead of dressing up to go to an office versus uh, talking to someone that uh, has the type of caring that Jessica does on the phone. I agree. Now, about taking the pictures, here's a question that I have. Certainly, that puts an element into it that wouldn't be there on the in-person appointment. Um, let's talk about these pictures for a few minutes. Do you find that most people are able to, to do the pictures uh, when they're working with their cell phone? Or is, is there um, problems with that? Is, is it difficult to take the pictures? So it's very funny. So when you call our office, you speak to myself or other people who, are, uh, work, who work with us. They'll answer the phone to schedule your appointment. Uh, they used to find that a lot of times they would, you know, schedule phone calls. And the phone calls were honestly just, they weren't what we needed. What you need to do is just send the person while you're on the phone with them a text message with a link to the videos based on what kind of cell phone that person has. That is something I tell everyone. You have to know what the client has as a cell phone because the older generation, it's one kind of telephone. The newer generation, like me or you, are we're going to have the top-of-the-line Androids and iPhones. I'm an Apple person, so I have an iPhone. Um, I know you have an Android. But, you know, for me, I send these links, and then I tell them uh, very honestly and openly in the text, hey, I don't care what time it is. If you have a question... Do me a favor. This is a, a, you know, dedicated line. Feel free to text back with any questions, and we will go through it or send me a demo photo. And I would say 99% of the time they get it done without having to even text me a photo. But that 1%, they'll text me a photo, and I'm able to look at the photo. It happened to me this morning. I'm like, the photos are good. You just need to move back and remember that it's not just the pupil we're looking at. We need to see the whole eye. We need to see the whites of your eye, the corner of your eyes. We need all of that. It's not just the pupil. And once I get that down and they email it to us, I mean, we get the approval from the iridologist usually within minutes. We get it into the system and they're good to go until their appointment. How far in advance from the actual appointment do they actually have to have their uh, photos and the, the customers? Well, you know, I'll tell you a little cheat here is that really they can have it in up to 24 hours in advance. But I tell people we need it around 48 to 72 hours because you want to give us, the office staff, time to go through the photos, figure out which ones are the best because we want to get those into the system and we want to get her approval. You know, if you're going to send me 40 photos, I want to have a chance to get through those 40 photos. If you send it to me 24 or 48 hours in advance, I don't promise that. So she may ask you to retake a photo right before. And, you know, for everybody, that's frustrating. So I asked for 72 hours. But, again, we're booking out two, three weeks, four weeks, you know, that far out in advance. Most people get it to us in a timely fashion. So when it comes to photos, the more the merrier? Or should uh, people try to do a certain amount per each eye? That really depends on your comfort. I will never tell you that you're going to send me too many but there is such a thing as too many. Um, ultimately, we're looking for four really clear photos of each eye. And I mean, we can even go to three, but they have to be really clear. If you're uncomfortable, if you're not sure, if you can't see the little fibers inside the pupil of your eye, it's not going to be a clear enough photo. And those people with dark eyes, 
they have a tendency to be more concerned because they can't see the fibers and we can enhance it really quickly and then we'll see the fibers and we don't have to worry about it. So again, it's really your comfort. I'm never going to tell you too many, but I will tell you what's too little. I am so glad you just brought a, a, a fantastic point up because, you know, I'm learning about iridology a lot with working with Jessica and um, light eyes, meaning blue eyes or hazel eyes versus dark eyes. There is no question about it. You know, they're the same thing if they're dark or, or they're light when it comes to what can be seen in the eye. But the picture process is completely different for, for a brown eye versus a blue eye. And correct me if I'm wrong, my understanding is the basic difference between a brown eye and a blue eye in the picture um, process is you do have to add more light to a brown eye. Is this correct or am I incorrect? I mean, some people find that that's the case. I always tell them, you know, one of the video tricks that we have, you know, when you're looking with your camera closely at your eye, there's always going to be a little bit of light. People are like, oh, I'm, I know I'm not supposed to have light. No, you need some sort of light. It should just be from directly, either directly on, the, on an angle in front of you or it should be from where it's not going to cause a glare. So, yes, with a brown eye, you have to have a stronger, like, not a regular brown, but a darker eye. You need a stronger light. We need to be able to see those fibers. You know, sending us a little brown dot on an eye is not going to work. It's just not. Even if it may be a small percentage of people, there must be some people that cannot take their own picture. What is their options if that happens? That's 100% correct. I would say that happens to us once a week, once every other week. But we do offer a service where we send someone out to take the photos for you. Um, but again, we are a very cost conservative company. We don't upsell you. We're not, like, we're not trying to do any of that. We want to know you. We want to know how, your health before you do anything major. So with the photos, you know, there is a small fee. They come out, they take the photos, they submit them to us, and we set the appointment. But we always tell people, you know, at least try. These appointments, I understand, can happen multiple different ways. It could be just a phone call. It could be Zoom. It could be FaceTime. Um, who makes this decision? And does it transition from one platform to another? Run me down a little bit how that works. So what we do is the iridologist will contact you. Um, she will give you the option of a phone call and going over the findings or FaceTime or Zoom. Um, obviously, you know, we have to be detailed enough. We do want to show you. But sometimes it's almost to the point where people don't know what they want. They're like, hey, I want to talk to you, but I also want... Let's just do the Zoom. I always suggest Zoom. FaceTime, there's the movement of the camera, the person's walking around. It's always a little bit of a mess. My suggestion is Zoom, but if not, you can always do it on the telephone because at the end of the day, the customer is the one that sent us the photo. So it's either telephone or Zoom. Those are the easiest. That's what I always recommend. Um, and honestly, it's just the best way to go. You see it you know what you're looking at, or you hear it and you know what you sent. Okay, so I booked a virtual appointment and my appointment is ready to happen. Do I need to have anything with me for that appointment? Well, the first thing I'm gonna tell you to do is, and we, we tell you this on the intake call, um, have a paper and a pen. 
you know, write down whatever you hear that you want to make note of, but also write down if you come up with a question and she's already engrossed in something that you can ask that question. Can't hurt to have paper and pen around you. But, you know, for me, that's the big thing people should definitely have. I see. That's, that's a great idea. Yes. So I think we got a lot of information today about the virtual appointment with Jessica Halpern and MyIRead.com. It's definitely something very interesting, and I can tell you from personal experience, I certainly suggest that everybody has an iridology appointment. Um, there's a lot to tell you about iridology, but I would not be the best source to tell you about it. The person that really needs to tell you about it is Jessica Halpern, the iridologist, and just about the best iridologist around. Um, we will have some shows on a weekly basis where she'll explain more about iridology. And hopefully we're also going to be talking to a few of her customers over time to see exactly how it went for them. Um, listen, I want to thank everybody for listening today. And I hope that um, you all are healthy and happy in your lives. And tune in and listen to us again. This is the Iridology Show, hosted by Marty Chapman. Have a great day.